Blog Talk Radio. Fantasy, sports, and politics. You want to talk smack? You in the right place. So take a step back before I get all up in your face. I know you got to live. You know I got mine. But there's like 50 other dudes holding on the phone line. Your voice will be heard, sir. Next caller, please. And if I don't concur, we can agree to disagree. We're talking fantasy, sports, and politics. FSP doing a duke to do for y'all day every day. And yes, I am alive. I'm alive, but I just been hit with a lot of things lately. Just a lot of little things lately. And uh, you know, my co-host, he's been holding it down for the past couple of weeks. Probably so he's probably been saying some things like, I don't know where Vic is, I don't know where he is, I don't know what he's doing, but he stood me up. He stood me up. Kind of like the Texans stood up the rest of the nation who followed the Texans. The Houston Texans, that is. But I'm here. I've got JT with me. JT, how have you been? I've been fine, my man. Just concerned about you. And no, I haven't been talking ill of you. I've been just oh, okay. concerned. Okay. I'm just making sure. I'm making sure. Uh, I, I did have a little um, health issue a couple you weeks did. back. And... uh Thought I was good to go, and uh, last week I had some unforeseen issue happen, so <laughs> things happen. I don't know what you're laughing at. Yeah. I don't know what the you're life, laughing at. The life of uh, November Charlie Oscar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, that, this is true. This is true. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> God. You laugh. I can just, you laugh. You know, I, I can well imagine, man. Um, <laughs> all I can say is, not, all I can say is, the life of a November Charlie Oscar. It never ends. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Not until I, I hang it up in a couple years. Yeah. But. Yep. Yep. At any rate, my brother, my brother, my brother. Yeah. I, I, I'm so. I am so befuddled that I don't even know if it's week 10 or week 11 in the NFL. Um, it is week nine, my man. Week uh, nine. Wow. Remember, see, week nine. See, that, that, that's where I am right now. I, I didn't even realize that. But, mm-hmm. wow. Uh, well, that's, that's the type of couple weeks has been for me. No joke. Wow. Mm, um, I hear you. I hear you. Well, you're here, and you're, you're here alive and kicking, and it's. I'm glad you're back. It's been a while that we've been both on this uh, uh, journey on Saturday afternoon. It's been a while. Yeah, it's been a while, and I, and you know what? I I want to thank you for being the stalwart dude that you are, and no problem, uh, man, holding it down for a brother. Um, Best I can. And, yeah, and, and you've done an admirable job. But the champ is here. Da-dum, da-dum. The champ is oh, here. Here we go. Yeah. We go. yeah. Enough That's right. Being humble. Now we now we start being the 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 person that we all uh, 
all know. And, love, <laughs> and he sure ain't and love. He sure is not humble. Well, you got humbled the other day when I when I whooped your team. I think it was last week. Wasn't it? I think I whooped your team last week. Yeah, yeah, I whooped one of your teams. I whooped them pretty good too. I whomped them, stomped them. Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. I'm trying to I recall mean, what, 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 where it was. It, it was one of these. I know. I, I think it was the dudes' uh, fantasy, the one I won last year. You thought you were going to come in and and uh, you know dominate because I won, and I, I put you in your place. I believe that's the league it was in. I believe, no, no. and 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 and. I also whooped you in the palace. I whooped you in the palace too. Looks like, you know, I'm your only loss. You know, yeah, I, we're, we're you both are only in the palace. You are my we only are, loss. I'll admit. We both we are, are seven and one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but but let me let me explain to the people out here. Okay, <laughs> he did he did whip me, but and and, and this is an absolute fact. This is no. Bias on Conjecture. one way or the other. This, this is no. This is an absolute fact. Victor did beat me, but if you look at, if you were able to look at the standings in that league, here we go. Okay, here we go. And well, no, I'm, I'm. This is, this is a fact. This is, this is nothing I'm making up. This is nothing I'm making up, Mister FSP. And, and I don't make things up either. But go ahead. I've, I have scored. More points than, than Victor, and he against the opponents he's had, the opponents he has had to go up against have scored a hundred points, almost to exactly a hundred points less than I have uh, uh, going against. So he's had a softer schedule and scored whoa, less whoa, than whoa. I have. But he's seven one, and I'm seven and one. So I understand you beat me, but if we and have a rematch with Oh my goodness! We have a rematch, which I think is coming shortly this way. But I will put it this way, because that's who I am. Uh, Never humble, always talking. Never humble, always talking. And and the only way that we will see each other is if we're in the playoffs. Because right now, you 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 got me the second game of the season, second matchup of the season, and we do not meet each other unless it's in the playoffs. And and my friend, uh, there's a strong possibility we may be in the playoffs. Strong, uh, I think uh, it. I, I think it's gonna happen. I think it's You'll gonna be a happen, three seed, though. But there's a strong possibility, even though you have a bye. Unfortunately, the only way, if it stays the way it is now. You being the first seed, uh, and that's a bogus. But as you being the first seed, no, no, and me head being, to head, baby, head to head. I, I got that. Wait, I understand that, okay. But against the weaker schedule up up to this point, oh, versus geez. me being being the third seed, even though I I have the second best, I have the exact same record as you do, but we're being second happened best. to be. No, we we have the best record. We have the I know, same but second same best because and I score more. I have scored more points than you have, and you but have. But head to head, you lost. Exactly. Head to head, you lost. That, 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 exactly. That's the tiebreaker. So, therefore, exactly. I, you're the second best record. No no problem. But just, just understand <laughs> this. Understand this, my friend. Understand this, my friend, to paraphrase uh, uh, 
um, the guy from NFL Network. Understand this, my friend. <laughs> if we meet in the play- playoffs, and the only way it looks like we will meet in the playoffs is in the championship because we're in different brackets, your ass will be mine. That's all I can say. Your ass Listen. will be mine. Listen. And for the most part, and for the <laughs> most part, I think in every league that we are in, I have a better record than you. No, no. Oh yeah. Uh, but oh, yeah. but uh, I. Oh no, yeah. Listen. No. Listen. Yes, sir. Listen. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm saying, in, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. In in Wolvers in the house, you don't have a better record than me. I think we're tied. I'm I'm four and four, and on top of my division, which is a not that bad. I thought it was going to be easier than it was. I mean, tougher than it Are you is. Kidding? Are you? Kidding? I thought it was tough. But you do have you a kidding? tougher division. Um, yeah, yeah. And, you've conveniently put me in a division that the two guys are first and second have six and two. I'm five and three. And at, if I was in your division, I'd be leading that. But that's first that's of okay. all. First of all, division. Okay. no, I don't. No, I don't. Because I, 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 I play. Listen, I took the two people that you normally play or are in the same division with over the past couple of years, and put them in mind because they were stopping you from progressing. So I, I call myself doing you a favor, and I took yeah, them okay. on. I, I took okay. on Duke. Mm-hmm. I took on mm-hmm. um, uh, uh, so you put me Jesus, guys Mark. Tougher than the ones you, you, you decided to go with, but that's okay. No, that's okay. no, no, no. I, I thought I was giving you a, a, a better shot of winning the division, but apparently that wasn't the case. You aren't prepared for it. But nevertheless, oh really? I'm five and three got a better record than you, and I'm I'm hey. behind two six and two teams. Okay, but no I'm, problem. I'm winning my division. I'm winning my division. As it stands by now, as it stands by now, if you look at the I'm playoff the number, bracket, I'm the number three seed. Yeah, yeah I'm the number three seed. Yeah, the bum that is you, which is fine. The, not, no, no bum, no bum that is me. And, and guess what? Guess what in this division? I mean in this league? In this league. I'm the I'm defending champion. Yeah. Yeah. In, in keep moving. In, in this in this I'm league. I'm division champion. This I mean, league. league champion. I'm division and league champion, I should say. In this league? In this league. I got lambasted. Lambasted in the draft by Mr. FSP because I was supposedly had a very bad draft. Supposedly, I don't. I don't recall dogging you yes, about you your draft. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. I had Kirk Listen. Cousins, my, my 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 first pick. I think I don't know what I had. I think it was in the top five. My first pick was uh, Eddie Lacy, and then you dogged me out from the rest of that because the fact is you thought I had a very bad draft. And me being I, the I don't F- recall F- this. F- oh, oh no, we can go back. We can go back. Just listen to the, I forget what, what date it was, August 28th, 27th, somewhere around there is when we did the draft. I do not recall any of this. On the air. On the air. And I got your boy as the, my starting quarterback, and I got Eddie Lacy as my top, I think it was a top five pick. I forget exactly what the um, where it was. In fact, I can go back and check where the draft, where I drafted uh, in that. Uh, as we speak, 
and you dogged me out. That, that's a fact. I, that's a fact. I'm not going to to uh, uh, um, make up something like that. You dogged me out saying uh, well, I suck. I sucked in the draft. Well, you do, and you did. But and I had the third pick. It. I, had, I had the third pick, and I accidentally hit Eddie Lizzie by mistake. And I, even though that draft was probably one of the, my worst, supposedly worst drafts, I'm five and three. And, uh, but you and unfortunately, and un- well, well and see, unfortunately, no, 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 no. Let, let, let's go this way. I'm in, a, I'm in a division that the two guys in front of me have the two best records in the league. Okay, have the since two we're going to do that. Since we're going to do that, Jerry, let, let's just keep it 100. Uh, since you want to make excuses I, here, I listen. Look, listen, I I have the I have the, I have the toughest schedule. I have the toughest schedule because I have the most you, points scored against. I have the you second. Are right. I I have the second most points scored by um, exactly by right. by three points by three you points. Exactly right. I'm the second highest exactly scoring right. team. So you're therefore. Exactly right. We we're not gonna talk about who's better or not because you just made the same BS up about that in in the Parley Palace about how many points you've had and how many points I've had da 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 da. I've had the sec I have the toughest schedule in Wolverines in the good. house, and I've You're scored the right. second most amount of points by just three. So you know it, it it's very right. easy You're to right. say you know You're who right. will do what. You will not You're beat right. me, but. It, well, it, it all depends on the schedule. It all depends on, on the schedule. Given, on each, every given, any given week, anybody and can I have be. Had, yeah, that's true. That is true. Anything can be. Anything can happen. But for the most part, um, you know, I've had a tougher road to hoe, and I'm being successful at it. So once I do make the playoffs, because I'm going to make playoffs, I don't know about you. Um, you know, I, I'm going to be sitting pretty. Excuse me, but we spent 14 minutes talking about your demise. Let's get into the NFL. <laughs> well, let, let, let's talk before we do this, man. Before we do this, Converse in quite a while. So there's there's a lot of stuff that's going on. Mm-hmm. And before we talk about the NFL games, I think there's only there's not that many games because there's six teams on a bye. So um, I want to talk about. Yahoo. Yahoo. Oh, oh, I want to thank you for that trade. Well, let me put it this way. Uh, I think it's Louisiana Coonasses or whoever it was. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, it's uh, Coon. Was not happy. Was not happy. Yes, it was not. With that. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I don't know how you feel about that, but uh, I, I can imagine other guys maybe t- – um, Stepping up to the table because this is the fifth, and it won't go through into the seventh. And I think you can veto it, not you, but the league can veto it if I'm not mistaken. Or both, and and, and uh, that may happen. So I, I just want. You I don't to, think it will. You, well, we'll see. We'll see. Um, I saw the disparaging in the um, uh, um, points how how big a difference it is, and it is what it is. It is what it is. So we'll, well, see, we'll we both, see how far it goes. Don't be surprised. Let me put it that way. Well, listen, I was very shocked when you offered me Latavius Murray and Marvin Jones 
for Larry Fitzgerald. And mm-hmm. I, I'm having a little running back trouble. I saw that. I mean, you, you I have can't, a big running back. Yeah, a little bit. You have a big running back trouble. Well, problem. whatever. Whatever. Big. The, the, big. Okay. Big. Well, since you, you, you want to keep going, you, you want to keep going. But the Giant point horse. is, the point is, you offered yeah. it to me. I fully yes, accept it. And yeah, I know uh, that. Marvin Jones is no, no. You offered. I never once sent a trade offer, but you did. Um, But the thing is, Marvin Jones is actually on a downslope as of late. Now that they've gotten Golden Tate more involved in the passing game, Marvin Jones has seen less and less targets, and he's made less and less plays. Um, As well as wait a minute, wait a minute. As well as uh, Latavius Murray, even though. He is uh, still the featured back. He's coming off mm-hmm. of a, a, a nagging injury that's causing him to share a couple of, of the uh, touches that he normally would have. So I looked at it that way. And with Carson Palmer not being the Carson Palmer that he needs to be, uh, Larry has not had has not had the type of year that oh, he no? should have now. Okay. Okay. Larry's good. Okay. Larry's good. Let, and he, let me, he, he was my I'm starting. Gonna, he was my starting receiver. One of my starting I'm receivers. Gonna, I'm gonna. I'm gonna break this down to you, my brother. I'm gonna break this down to you, my brother. That even you, even you, oh, my friend. Here we go. Victor Gardner will, will understand. The reason the uptick in Golden Tate was because of the down of. The downing, I should say, because of injuries of Eric Ebron and Theo Riddick. Mm-hmm. That's why both Golden returned. was a jack-of-all-trades, and there was an uptick. Because being an offense like uh, Matthew Stafford had, um, he had to throw it to somebody. And uh, Golden Tate is a wide receiver, I should say, a, a running back in a wide receiver's body. Okay, he's he's that type of wide receiver. He's a physical wide receiver, and he he can operate a lot uh, with a uh, short catch and, and yaks. Okay, and, and and now, and this is how I foresee it, because Eric Ebron and Theo Riddick are back in play. You're going to see a downtick in Golden Tate, and an uptick in Marvin Jones because the fact is, or uh. uh I would say the old Marvin Jones, but uh, something more sustainable than what Marvin Jones has been doing recently. So, in my opinion, and this is probably going against the norm, Marvin Jones is going to be a better play going into the future than Golden Tate. Um, And as a Latavius Murray, he was dealing with nagging injuries, that's true. But he had an uptake or uptick in carries and a downtick in Dwayne Washington, uh, and he he's a better pass catcher out of the backfield than Dwayne Washington. So you, my friend, got two good players, uh, in my opinion, that are on an uptick versus a downtick, like a lot of people are thinking. And 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 uh, even though he may not have a really good matchup this week against Minnesota, um. And the uh, Latavius has against Denver. They're a good play 
from this this for me from this point forward. I agree, except that you know um, we're going to see a buy coming up shortly on both players, oh, yeah. so it's like one week and done. Uh, but that's fine because I can I can sustain that. Um, okay. I have a, in that particular league, I have a plethora of solid wide receivers like Julian Edelman. He'll now get a lot more playing time for me. Uh, uh, Kelvin Benjamin, he'll get more playing time. Um, I mean, it, it it is what it is. I'm gonna I'm gonna ride it out, and with uh, a better running back uh, than what I have. Antonio Brown. Ooh, that's wonderful. And, and both of those in the same style offenses, basically uh, passing Listen. offenses. Mm-hmm. I, I'm okay. I am baby. okay with that. Oh, uh, listen, you, you are excited, and, and it's understandably why you are oh, I'm, excited. I'm, I'm ecstatic. I if this trade goes through, I'm very ecstatic. Extremely, extremely confident. Well, in what my what my team can do it past this point. Extremely confident. Well, there's a difference here. You're seven, I'm eight, right? And I don't mind that. I don't mind that. Uh, I, I needed to make a move. You needed to make a move, and we're, we're gonna we're gonna keep it moving, so to speak. Mm-hmm. But uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the hope, the hope is that you can uh, stay in the game because I plan to surpass you, just like I did in okay. baseball. But okay. with that being said, no let, no let's move on. Since you brought up on, Antonio let's Brown. Keep let's keep it moving. Antonio Brown, Melvin Gordon, uh, Dak Prescott, and, 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 and company. Oh, my God. I, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Christian Michael Elm. I, 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 I love it. But oh that wasn't God. what I – I wasn't going there. I was actually okay. going with Pittsburgh at – the Ravens. <laughs> That's oh, where I was. Let's going. do it. Let's do it. Since you're in such a talking mood, go right ahead. Go right ahead. Pittsburgh and the Ravens, man. It, ben, Big, Big Ben is supposed to be coming back. Uh, I would temper your expectations about Big Ben. Big Ben is not, does not have a good record coming back from injury. But this is Pittsburgh and Baltimore. He's coming off a knee injury in Baltimore. Uh, and... Uh, Everybody's got high expectations and on high-powered offense, um, expecting um, Big Ben to come back winging and uh, slinging and, and winging as he did as he uh, before he left. Um, he's going to attempt it. Uh, Baltimore is uh, not a good team uh, uh, against the uh, against wide receivers. Top uh, fifteen against uh, quarterback and running back. In, in, in um in fantasy not good against wide receivers uh it's it's a toss up who I like in here um i mean these games are really usually decided by three or less points that's the history of these two teams ravens swept the, the steelers last year 23-20 at pittsburgh and 20 to 17 at home like i said it's three points or less usually determines who uh the outcome of this game um, in my opinion, 
Got a lot more offense. Uh, the guy's coming off a bye. I got to go. I got to, even though I, I I don't trust Big Ben, I got to go with uh, Pittsburgh in this game. Talk to me, man. Well, I, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going with Pittsburgh because of Big Ben uh, coming mm-hmm. back and having running lanes for Latavius Murray. Um, mm-hmm. If you saw last week, they didn't do that bad versus New England, but they didn't do um, as good as they could have had Big Ben been in the game. Um, now, here's a question for Baltimore. Both starting wide receivers and their number three receiver are all questionable. Um, from what I read, Steve Smith might not even play. And Mike Wallace, well, he's hit or miss. He came out smoking at the beginning of the year mainly because uh, Flacco really didn't have anybody to throw to. Um, Terrence West came out smoking as well. But he's fizzled off the the last couple weeks. Uh, excuse me. To be honest, to be honest, Mark Trestman was fired, but the defense was keeping the team in the games. Now the defense has nothing more to give, and the offense um, is still struggling. So it's not. Mm-hmm. It wasn't Mark Trestman or the scheme, in my opinion. I think it's personnel. Um, in Baltimore, when you look at what they have in comparison to who they play, you know, you, if you had a bunch of Cleveland Browns on again to play against, of course you're going to look well, but you don't. You've got Cincinnati, you've got uh, Cleveland, and you've got Baltimore. Oh, well, they are Baltimore, and you got Pittsburgh to play twice a year. Then you throw in uh, teams such as New England. You're not going to do well when your team isn't stacked well enough to compete. And that's, to me, is the bottom line with Baltimore. Um, Pittsburgh comes into Baltimore uh, a little but I think they'll be uh, well-equipped to beat Baltimore. Um, I'm not going to say soundly because it's an AFC North, you know, game, but uh, – I don't think Terrence West is going to have uh, – excuse me. i got to get back to my, my regular schedule here. I don't think Terrence mm-hmm. West is going to have uh, more than, you know, 70, 80 yards. He might get a rushing touchdown, but I don't think he's got more than that. And both teams aren't doing well this year. Pittsburgh's 4-3. and three, Baltimore's 3-4. and four. It's a relative, you know, um, pretty much – if Cleveland was not in their division, one of those teams would be at the bottom of the division. That, that's that's the way it is right now. Cincinnati has also faltered as of late. They got a tie with Washington last week. You know, so the AFC North is not a strong division this year, but it's always a black and blue division. And I think Pittsburgh is going to feed Le'Veon Bell enough to uh, open it up so that we can go up top to Ben Roethlis. I mean, to Antonio Brown. Now, here's how desperate Pittsburgh is. They've started Darius Haywood Bay opposite Antonio Brown. Sammy Coates could start. He's been having a great, great uh, season, second year in, but he's a, a straight big play guy. He's not a possession type guy. Now, there's Darius Haywood Bay, but he's showing that he can do it better. That I mean, that speaks volumes for Marcus Wheaton as well as uh, uh, Eli. Now, Wheaton 
has been relegated to third or fourth string receiver and backup punt returner and kick returner. So the passing game isn't that great outside of Antonio Brown for Pittsburgh. So don't expect much, in my opinion. Uh, Hayward Bay is starting opposite of Antonio Brown, so that means he's going to have many opportunities. But how many he cashes in on, I don't know. He's always been a hit-or-miss prospect when he's with Oakland and even here in Pittsburgh. So we'll see what happens. Excuse me. Let's move on to another AFC North team um, who's had all sorts of trouble, all sorts. And they might be, I believe, the first or second team to go 0-16 in the NFL. (laughs) And I'm talking about the Cleveland Browns hosting the Dallas Cowboys. Now, here's the deal, ladies and gentlemen. Tony Romo is a little uh, healthier. He's coming back. Jerry Jones has said when Romo's healthy, he's going to be the starting quarterback. Wholeheartedly hope that he's telling the truth for my Redskins because with Dak, we we should have beat him. But with Romo, I know we're going to beat them. But they're facing the Cleveland Browns this week. Dallas goes to the dog pound. Mm-hmm. Huh? Now, and people, uh, the people do- calling for an upset here. Yeah, yeah, because Cleveland plays very, very well at home, even though they're a very poor team. They play well at home, and uh, Kessler has got the nod to start at quarterback. Here's what I also want you to know. Isaiah Crowell is the bruising back. Duke Johnson is the receiving back. Terrell Pryor is their starting receiver along with Coleman. Corey Coleman, who's coming back after uh, having some issues on injury, who actually started out very, very well uh, at the beginning of the season. I don't think he's going to be that good this week. But Terrell Pryor has played quarterback, running back, and wide receiver for the Cleveland Browns. Uh, He's been their offense. So they're hosting the Cowboys coming in. And Zeke Elliott has said DBs don't want to tackle him because he – is so physical. Well, we'll see if Cleveland steps up to the plate in this one. I I really don't think they will. I think they're going to give them Dallas, that is, a, a tough game. But I just don't see Dallas going into Cleveland and losing this. Um, I think this is a, a, a easy win uh, for the Cowboys. After three hard fought quarters, the fourth quarter Cleveland is going to fold up, and then the points are going to roll. Um, and we'll see what happens. That's all I got. Go ahead, JT. Do me a favor in your um on your uh, uh on your uh board. Yeah. In the uh, program, you got week eight in the NFL. It should be week nine. I'm just letting I know, you know I, that. I changed it. I changed it. It uh it won't update until after the show. Okay. Um. What's I mean? Let me before before I go into what I about Dallas and, and and Cleveland. Tune in tomorrow, people. Please tune in tomorrow. Um, I'm going to be breaking down any every game, um, every uh, matchup that I think is relevant in, in fantasy. Studs, duds, keepers, uh, not keepers. Studs, duds, uh, sleepers, and waiver wire pickups. Uh, and I got some waiver wire pickups that are juicy. This week, 
oh my god um and i think they're going to benefit you uh in going forward especially if you're pretty much set in the playoffs or or playoff bound let me put it that way for most people with good record like me like unless me. you completely unless you completely collapse you, like this you this is the time that you this is the time you start setting your lineup uh up in, in the playoffs maybe making those moves in the, for trades that are going to be- benefit you with guys with have um um favorable playoffs um schedule Tune in, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, the master plan. Getting back to Dallas. Cody Kessler is going to start. Uh, rookie quarterback, he's had a few games under his belt. Uh, Dallas is not a real strong uh, defensive um, threat, uh, but uh, I see that the Dallas Cowboys are going to win this just because of the sheer talent level that they have over the Cleveland Browns. Uh, 0-16, it's not easy to do, but uh, I think they'll go 0-9. Up until this point, Hugh Jackson has gotten his rookie quarterback and wants to evaluate what he's got in his rookie quarterback, whether he needs to go out uh, and, and get a, uh, a draft at quarterback next year with a bunch of draft picks that they've accumulated. Again, I'm talking about Cleveland, but I do like Dallas in this game. Okay, moving forward. Um, now this, I'm actually going to call for an upset. I'm actually going to call for an upset in this next game. Um, it may or may not happen, but, but I really think it's a, a strong possibility, especially knowing that the two starting running backs, well, the number one, number two running backs are out leaving the third running back to, to start and the starting quarterback is out. I'm talking about Jacksonville taking on Kansas city. Um, uh, and I, I'm just telling you, ladies and gentlemen, it's, it's going to be a, a very, very tough game. Um, Blake Brodels, uh they fired their offensive coordinator. And T.J. Yeldon nor Chris Ivory have been able to find any running room down in Jacksonville. But Marquise Lee, uh, Alan Hearns, Alan Robinson, and Blake Brodels have a prime opportunity to exploit, I believe, the number uh, 28th ranked pass defense in in Kansas City. Now, Nick Foles has a better arm than Alex Smith. However, uh, his decision-making isn't as solid. So we might see the ball go downfield to Macklin, to uh, the young kid Hill, and, and Khalees or Kelsey. But I don't think it's going to be that good of a game for Kansas City. You have Chadwick uh, uh, or or Sikandrick West starting at halfback for Kansas City. He's no slouch, but he's also not that dude. Jacksonville has a very, very formidable defense, very formidable defense. And Nick Foles has, as of late, the past couple years, been turnover prone. Um, I know Andy Reid might want to play close to the vest, but – you can't run on that Jacksonville defense the way you would if you had Jamal Charles or even Spencer Ware. Um, it's going to be tough. That's why I'm calling for the upset. I'm calling for Jacksonville to win this game. In fact, if you are in a bind and you need a defense uh, for the week, Jacksonville 
might be that defense to get. If you look wow. at all the variables, the reason why I say this, if you look at all the variables, the starters on the offensive side for Kansas City are minimal at best. Minimal. I, I didn't even say they're professional. I said minimal. Um, I don't think they're going to be able to, to pull off the, the types of, of feats that uh, Alex Smith would. There's going to be a lot of dinking and dunking, uh, maybe a lot of screens, but I don't see a lot happening out of those against that very fast and aggressive Jacksonville defense. JT, take it away. Let me tell you, people, tune in tomorrow because uh, um, we, we, we talk winners and losers here, and I'm talking fantasy, and I'll, I'll break it down exactly what I think of uh, the two defenses and, and the uh, – players uh, in each um, team fantasy-wise. Well, all I can tell you is this. Kansas City loves to turn the ball to uh, the defense, loves to turn the ball over. The defense loves to turn the opposition ball over. And Blake Bortles is a turnover waiting to happen. All I can tell you is, and it's been proven right for the last two offenses that have Change their defensive, change their offensive coordinator in Buffalo and in Baltimore. When they've turned over their offensive coordinator, and they can, I can say this is going to ha- probably happen in Minnesota. Uh, um, they're going to be able, they're going to be running the football. Problem with Jacksonville was they weren't running the football. They did it very minimally. With both their players, um, the um, T.J. Yeldon and also Chris Ivey. So they're going to be running the football um, more and trying to take the ball out of the hands of Blake Bortles to make mistakes. Uh, so do I like Jacksonville in this game playing in Kansas City, which is one of the worst places to play in the league? I like Kansas City without a shadow of a doubt in this game. No upset here. Um, just look at the history in this past year of the offensive coordinators that are taking over. Shady, offensive coordinator in, 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 uh, taking over in um, uh, Buffalo. Shady gets the ball more. Offensive coordinator in um, Baltimore turned over. Terrence West gets the ball more. It's going to happen here. Offensive coordinator turnover in Jacksonville. T.J. Yeldon and Chris Ivory are going to get the ball more. I like Kansas City big tomorrow. Okay. Disagree. But I want to bring something up because I I haven't been able to do so. Um, Ladies and gentlemen, when you listen to us in the preseason, Jerry and I normally have a a bet. We have more than one Mm -hmm. bet. This Mm -hmm. year we have one bet, and it's on his team. On the Texans. They're not playing this week, so they're going to get a win. Uh, but Jerry's going to owe me some money. How's that? Because How's that? they're not getting over. I believe the over-under we had was nine or ten wins, if I'm not mistaken. I think eight was the push. Uh, but y'all not getting that, especially looking okay. at your the way your team is. So. Okay. Mm-hmm. I look forward to collecting on that. I just wanted to bring that back up just in case you forgot, because you know how your, your memory is. It's worse than mine, and I had the TV. I think that's something, we got, 
There's something we got going with, on with Arizona too. I forget what is it, what it is. If I'm not mistaken. No, uh-uh. <clears throat> we don't got no Arizona because we never did agree on that. We only agreed on one, and that was uh, the Texans. But let's move mm-hmm. forward. Now, this is an interesting game coming up. Very interesting game. Two teams that have been struggling. Two teams that have been struggling. And all mm-hmm. of a sudden, that kid from Boise State has decided to show up, causing Arian Foster to retire. They should have done this a long time ago. I agree. I agree. And, and Jay Ajay. Begin this season. Well, Jay Ajay, I guess he had to prove something to the coaching staff. And He's done it in a big way the past couple of weeks, um, mm-hmm. but he's going against the Jets, uh, yep. who after after what two plays, if I'm not mistaken, had to go back to Fitzpatrick because Geno tore his ACL and he's gone for the season. But the Jets' secondary is suspect. It's not even <laughs> their front seven. It, yeah. It, it's not even their front seven. It, it's it, it's their secondary. They can be thrown on mm-hmm. big time. Um, and that's not normally the trait of the Jets. It's normally a strong defensive team that runs the ball and passes uh, periodically. That's totally changed. Now they're a passing team that can't stop the pass. Um, now, Matt Forte, he's getting used – Somewhat decently, um, but not completely. Uh, Brandon Marshall is the star receiver there, as he should be. Uh, but a young man, Indu, I can't remember how to say his name, um, has been very the the other receiver that stepped in when Eric Decker went down. Uh, in Inunua. Yeah, Inunua. Thank you. Inunua. Mm-hmm. He's okay. He's a big receiver, actually, a, in a tight end body. Um, the reason I say this is an interesting, interesting game because the Jets versus Miami is always interesting. But uh, both teams are trying to find their way back to relevancy. And uh, honestly, I think Kenny Stills and, and those other guys – might have a big game if Ryan and Tannehill can get him the ball. Um, but I also think the Jets' defense is going to show up and, and make life miserable for him. Um, so, to me, this is a pick em type game. Uh, I know that Brandon Marshall is going to have a very good game. How big, I don't know. The sad part is Matt Forte probably will not, in my opinion. Um I think the front seven with Kiko Alonso there at, at middle linebacker doing very good things for uh, Miami, Lowen and Dominican Sue and, and the rest of those guys on the defensive line. Miami is, is poised to make this a slobber knocker as far as defense goes. Um, that's why I'm going to make it a toss up uh, because there are too many evenly matched situations here. Um, I, I really can't pick a winner. Uh, if, if Matt Forte were to get off, I would pick the Jets, but I'm not sure if that's going to happen. Uh, Ajay is going to have a very good I – mean, he's going to have a good game. I'm not going to say he's going to have a very good game. I think he's going to have a good game. Um, 
which is good for his owners. But excuse me, I'm sorry. I don't see a, a repeat of 200 plus scrimmage yards from Ajay. Uh, Jay Ajay is a very good back, but I don't see another 200 yard game for him. Go ahead, JT. What these two teams do is defend the run. What these teams don't do is defend against the pass. That's the weakest uh, defending against the pass in both these teams. So I think in order for them to to be effective, quite naturally, both these teams want to be able to run the ball because both running backs have been successful in the past few weeks. So they're going to try to run the ball first. I think both these defenses are going to quite naturally try to prevent that. And both these quarterbacks are going to have to air it out. Um, and if they do air it out, um, the Jets are weaker against the pass, against the Mi- uh, more more so than Miami Dolphins. Let me put it that way. And uh, for that reason, I like the Dolphins in this game uh, to win and, and push the Jets to three and six, uh, and the Dolphins to uh, five hundred. All right, let's move on. We talked about this a little bit. Um, at the top when we were discussing the trade, but uh, mm-hmm. Detroit travels to Minnesota. Now, Minnesota's purple rain defense, as they're now being called, uh, they're going to have to win this game for them. They are. Uh, the Sam Bradford love affair is effectively over. Now, the reason why it's effectively over, in my opinion, there's no running game in Minnesota. None. You have the weapons at receiver. You honestly do. Uh, Diggs is there. Kyle Rudolph should have a very good game versus that porous Detroit defense. But there's no way to, um, for at least in the past couple of weeks, Minnesota has not been able to run the ball. Matt Asiata has been bruised back, but that's it. He has not been that effective. Uh, McKinnison in and out of the lineup. Of course, AP is down. Um, Minnesota has relied. Now they've had Ronnie Hillman in the mix a little bit, and he should give them a boost, but I don't think he's going to give them that much of a boost. I honestly don't think so. Uh, I think he's going to take over the feature back role. Um, But we know Ronnie Hillman has a history of putting the ball on the ground and being inconsistent. All he needs to do is be consistent enough for Minnesota to uh, to win this game. But, but I don't think they're going to win. I think Detroit's going to come in there. Theo Riddick uh, is the perfect back for Sam Bradford because – not Sam Bradford, for uh, Matthew Stafford because he's a run threat and a pass threat. Uh, so you have to account for him on both sides of the field – I mean, on both sides of, of the equation – um, Eric Ebron is back As we talked about earlier So that's going to be an uptick in his Touches and a downtick in somebody else's Which looks like it's going to be Golden Tate um, Marvin Jones He's going to have a tough Road to hoe versus Xavier Rhodes um, I expect something from him But not early Only because I think that uh, Detroit is going to come out And it's going to be a tough first quarter two quarters um because of the defense but in the third and fourth quarter i expect a bit of an explosion 
mainly because uh, Minnesota's offense isn't going to be able to move the ball. Tay, not Tay Diggs. Uh, uh, Diggs is their only deep threat in Minnesota. Thielen, the, the undrafted guy, or the uh, eighth-round pick guy, no, he was undrafted, and he came off the um, their practice squad and moved all the way up to the starting lineup. He's good, but I don't think he's good enough. I actually think Minnesota needs to come out in a four-wide receiver set and spread out Detroit. I really think so because uh, they need to make running room. In order to make running room, you spread people out if you don't have a dominant run defense, I mean run offense. Uh, And it's a tough lesson to learn, but if the new coordinator now, which is uh, Shermer, now that North Turner has stepped down, if he goes to a run-heavy attack or a pass-heavy attack, uh, this could be a shootout. And Bradford isn't that accurate when he's got pressure, but we will see. I'm, I'm actually going to pick Detroit to uh, win this game uh, and send Minnesota to 5-3 and three after coming out 5-0 uh, and oh at the beginning of the season. JT, go ahead. James... People, including my my host, haven't been listening to what I've been saying. They, offensive been coordinators, talking. offensive coordinators, and, and I've said this when they did it with um, Anthony Lynn in Buffalo um, first before they did it with Baltimore, that there was going to be an uptick in Shady. Uh, and because, look at this scenario. Just look at the scenario I've been trying to dictate to you here. And, and and it's played out. Just listen to look, listen to the history been happening over, over the last few weeks. And offensive coordinators been getting canned. Buffalo defensive head coach brings in another offensive coordinator. They they concentrate more on the run than they have in, the, in before the offensive coordinator got canned. But they also and they have running, better running backs. So they have they have better running backs. JT. Just that's what I'm saying. You're not listening. Just listen to what I'm saying. I understand they had Shady McCoy, but they were trying to pass the ball more uh, with their other players versus showcasing their best player, which was Shady McCoy, and it was an uptick in Shady McCoy, and, and they were playing better, and they had, went on a small winning streak. Okay. Next, we have Mark Tressman in Baltimore who gets canned, who got pretty much pass happy and got canned with a defensive-minded coach in Harbaugh, put in a new offensive coordinator, and Terrence West got to be the featured back more instead of playing around with the passing game, and Baltimore was playing better. Now we go to Minnesota with a defensive-minded coach, changed the offensive coordinator, went away, went away or the other, not fired, decided to resign with a defensive-minded coach, is going to run the football more because he's got a very good defense, going to try to shorten the game and, and protect their quarterback because of the um, uh, deficiencies in pass protect with that offensive line. Jarek McKinnon, and I said this a few weeks back, but he's been injured. He practiced Thursday. He practiced Friday. He's going, supposedly he's going to start. He's going to be the feature back if he starts, and they're going to use more run 
versus pass to try to to try to protect Sam Bradford and shorten the game up. And they're playing in Minnesota. So if you have a defensive-minded coach, they're going to run the football more to try to protect their quarterback. I like Minnesota. All right, let's move on. Philly goes to the Giants. Uh, Philly comes off of a devastating loss to the Cowboys, which I believe they should have won, but for whatever reason, they did not. Huh? Many mistakes. Too many mistakes. Yeah, yeah. yeah I agree. I agree. Mm-hmm. But it was a very close game, went into overtime, mm-hmm. and uh, the Cowboys ended up winning the game. Now they take on another division rival in the New York Giants, who, uh, for all intents and purposes, are trying to salvage their season. Um, they've had issues at running back. Rashad Jennings returned last week, if I'm not mistaken, uh, and he should be the back. Uh, but we'll see how that works. Uh, Odell Beckham has been uh, in love with the kicking net and all this other mess. He's been somewhat of a distraction. Um, Carson Wentz is going to get a uh, another tough defense to face. Um, honestly, I believe the Giants are going to win this game. I think they're going to uh, put a stamp on it and uh, say, Philly, look, you might – have come out hard, but you're not going to finish as as good as you think. Um, I think Eli throws for 300. Um, Jennings goes for at least two touchdowns, only because I think that defense of Philly is going to be on the field a lot more than they have been in the past. Uh, and, and to be honest, Darren Sproles is a starting halfback for Philly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They've, they've, they've demoted – uh, Ryan Matthews. Now, Darren. Sp- <laughs> yeah, oh but God, one of my but the, running backs. What a joke! But the thing is that uh, Darren Sproles is not going to be the goal line back. I, I believe it's still Ryan Matthews, or it's going to be one of the young guys. Um, mm-hmm. But the little jitterbug fits better into the Philly offense apparently than Ryan Matthews. Mm-hmm. Um. And I think that's going to be a little consternation because, yes, you can get Darren Spurs the ball in the screen game. You can get him a couple hits here and there in the run game. But he's not a 20-run type guy. He's not, at least not in the NFL. He's not built for that, uh, to take that type of pounding. Um, It's going to be an interesting game. But, again, I feel as though that the Giants are going to win. Go ahead, JT. Close game. Giants uh, and, the, and the Eagles are both four and three. Giants are on a two-game winning streak. Um, do have trouble scoring points. Um, and the league Eagles just lost in overtime last week, quite naturally, in, uh, against uh, Dallas. Giants are two and one at home. Eagles are one and three on the road with a rookie quarterback. Um, I expect the Giants coming off a bye to to pressure Carson Wentz, um, even though he's pretty good against the blitz. Um, but they're definitely going to, uh, with Steve Spagnuolo as the defensive coordinator, put pressure on Carson Wentz to make quick decisions uh, and get the football out of his hands. Man, this is this is a classic NFC East type of game. Uh, they're playing in New York, so I have to give New York the edge. I like the Giants in this. All right. Now, this is a game where after Cam was 
talking about how he's been beat up and hit around and all that. He couldn't pick a worse team to come against after that statement with Roger Goodell. <laughs> L.A. Rams are going to beat and batter him if yep. they do not, if the Carolina Panthers do not have a strong running performance from Jonathan Stewart, which they probably won't going against this St. Louis, Ram, I mean, this Los Angeles Rams defense. Now on the flip side, Todd Gurley has not been that beast that everybody projected him to be two top three pick in fantasy this year, partly because there has been no running lanes and no one is afraid of Case Keenum. Now here's Jill. Carolina secondary, as, as much as people say Josh Norman is a one trick pony as far as being in, in the uh, cover three, he did it to the point that the entire defense was solid. Carolina's secondary has been the weakest link on that team. And Kenny Britt has had a very good year, albeit quiet. Um, but he and Tavon Austin are going to massacre the secondary of Carolina. The thing is, can Case Keenum get to get them the ball uh, with that Carolina front seven coming up and hitting on everybody? I do not know. This is going to be a game where Cam Newton is going to have to run, and he is going to get beat up. But you know, can he can he deal with it? Is the real question. It's out in L.A., so it's an East Coast to West Coast game. The good news is it's a four o'clock game uh, Eastern, which is one o'clock uh, West Coast time. So it shouldn't be that big of a deal for uh, for the Panthers. Now. With that being said, I just have no faith in Case Keenum as a quarterback in uh, in this game. I gotta give it to uh, to the Panthers, and I believe Cam's gonna have one or two rushing touchdowns, but he's gonna get beat up. He keeps trying to get the ball to Kelvin Benjamin, as opposed to spreading it out like he did last year when he didn't have Kelvin Benjamin. Um, Greg Olson's numbers have not been the same, of course, because he's no longer the number one target. But uh, Cam has got to read the field a lot more than what he has in the past couple of weeks. Um, but I'm still picking the Carolina Panthers. Go ahead, JT. You looking at your, um, you're looking at your board? I need you, I need I, you to press where it says alarm. Or something like the siren or whatever it says. Wait a minute. Alarm. You see? It's either alarm or it says I siren. I got it. One the other. I got it. People, people, people. People, people, people. Listen to me here. Upset alert. Upset alert. Big defense. Playing at home. Greg Williams is going to, to go after Cam Newton early and often. Um, I'm not saying there's a bounty, but I'm, I'm telling you. They're going to try to get in Cam Newton's head in this game. Cam Newton is thinking about getting hit. He's complained to this commissioner. He's thinking about getting hit. And I, this uh, L.A. team coming off a bye, they're rested. They've been uh, prepping for this for over a week for Carolina. Not the same offense as it was in the past, like last year. Uh, they've struggled. Carolina is 0-3 on the road, Okay. They're 0-3 on the road, going up against a good defense. And you think they, the offensive woes? If you've been watching, and, and I've been watching, 
the air game in in L.A. is not as bad as most people think. They've been trying to air the ball out and open the de- open the defenses uh, against them. And Carolina defense, quite naturally, what Vic said, is not, uh, especially in the backside, not what it used to be when they had Josh Norman. I'd like um, my boy, number 30, to have a good day against this Carolina defense and Carolina in an upset. I mean, excuse me, L.A. in an upset. Okay. I mean, I, I can see that happening. I really can. Now, to a team that really hasn't gotten that much attention as far as the coaching situation goes, mainly because of the court, uh, Colin Kaepernick situation, um, I think, honestly, if San Francisco doesn't win uh, a couple more games, Chip Kelly will be on his way out uh, after one year in San Francisco. Uh, New Orleans comes into San Francisco. New Orleans has been struggling running the ball, so they've gone with uh, two backs, Mark Ingram and Tim Hightower. Uh, Hightower is expected to get more touches and eat into more of uh, Mark Ingram's uh, situation. Mark Ingram is still the, the starter, but he's put the ball on the ground twice in consecutive games. And last week, he put the ball on the ground twice after – I mean, once after um, two or three carries and Tim Hightower came in, uh, head coach said the plan was to let him sit on the bench for a little bit and get him back in the game. But Hightower ran the ball so well that they kept him in the game. The 49ers run defense is terrible, terrible. Mm -hmm. So with that being said, um. I look for Hightower and Ingram to have a very good game here. I also look for Drew Brees to go for at least four bills uh, with Thomas getting a lot of that, Snead getting some of that too. Um, But Colin Kaepernick actually will have a good game in this game. The reason why I say it is because San Francisco, um, New Orleans secondary is not that good. It's not that good at all. But – this is going to be a very, very good game, uh, believe it or not. I, but I still think New Orleans wins it. Go ahead, JT. You know, history, like I keep on saying, has, has a uh, way of repeating itself. And for, for the life of me, now it may hold true, but for the life of me, I, 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 I just got a feeling here. Drew Brees. The 40, excuse me, the Saints are 3-4 and four overall and only 1-2 and two on the road. Quite naturally, there's the, a the big disparity in numbers that Drew Brees has, home versus uh, on the road. And I remember more than once Drew Brees going to San Francisco and not playing that well in San Francisco. And I know the 49ers are on a six-game loser streak haven't been close to being competitive in most games. Um, I know that the, the Saints have a high-powered offense. They're playing outside, on the grass, away from their stadium uh, against a team that's desperate for a win. This is probably going to be, in my opinion, closer than most people think. And uh, it wouldn't be surprise me if San Francisco won the game. Uh, and you know what? 
why not go out on a limb and call for another crazy upset? Uh, like I said, Drew Brees hasn't fared well in San Francisco. Just look at the history. Hasn't fared well at all in San Francisco, especially on the road, outside, on the grass. I'm calling for a Chip Kelly win in San Francisco against the Drew Brees-led New Orleans Saints. And I don't think that Chip Kelly is the reason that the 49ers are bad. I think it's Trent Baalke who deserves to be on the chopping block after this season. That's that's yeah, the, the uh, president at the GM, president of football operations, whatever his title is. I think that he's huge. Enormously responsible for how bad, bad, bad as this team, uh, the 49ers, have been. But I'm calling for a huge upset. I'm like the 49ers at home against New Orleans Saints. Okay. Let's move on. Indianapolis takes on Green Bay. This looks to be a shootout uh, type game, mainly because both teams' defenses have been uh, suspect. Let's put it that way. Indianapolis is terrible at uh, pass defense. Um, And Dante Moncrief comes back for the Indianapolis Colts. A lot of people are snatching him up off waivers uh, because T.Y. Hilton has not been that good and not as Philip Dorsett. And, uh, you know, Frank Gore hasn't shown up either. But I think it's because mainly – uh, Indianapolis has had to pass the ball a lot more uh, because offensive line is is terrible. They can't run block, block they can't pass block. Now, uh, something's going on in Green Bay where either it's time to get ready for Aaron Rodgers' replacement or they need to find a way to, to run the ball and uh, change philosophy. They have a Ty Montgomery, the starting halfback for Green Bay, a converted wide receiver to running back. But that gives some curb appeal because in fantasy, you can put him in either or. Uh, Randall Cobb, he's had a little hamstring injury. He practiced yesterday. I believe he practiced Thursday as well. So he should be in the game. Jordy Nelson can't do it all by himself, but uh, – I think last week Jordan Nelson had maybe two catches. One was a touchdown, um, but that was it. Um, this is going to be a very interesting game in Green Bay. Uh, I think Aaron Rodgers puts up 300. Andrew Luck puts up 300. But I think Green Bay comes out with the win because they are at home. I'm being very honest here. Both these teams are very suspect this year, and I only see – uh, Aaron Rodgers and the Packers winning this game because they are at home. JT? Well, there's not too much more I can say about this other than I like the Pack at home. Plain All and right. simple. I like the Pack. Now, this next game is a very, very good game. And I want to commend Jerry. I really do. Because of him, I'm doing extremely well. Uh, in the league that I have this player. Um, so I'm going to give you kudos because last year you were abysmal in your predictions of players. But uh, this year I say the one diamond that you have uh, really, really scouted out really well, and I applaud you for, is uh, Old Boy in San Diego. <laughs> my man. My man. I'm so, so glad you brought him up. People have been bashing so, me. 
because they called him uh, running. They called him touchdown dependent. To yeah. call them touchdown dependent, and he balled out against one of the best defenses in the league in Denver, and didn't score a touchdown when he should have had. Uh, go ahead, Victor. I, 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 there's a lot I got to <laughs> say about this, but go ahead. Go I, ahead. I see go that. Ahead. So I'm gonna keep mine short so I can let you talk. Um, Demarco Murray's is questionable, but he's gonna play. Uh, the thing is, Tennessee is riding high right now. Tennessee just may well, and I said it earlier on in the preseason, Tennessee just might win the South. They just might win the South. Uh, they have all the ingredients, a strong running game, decent passing game, and a strong uh, defense. Um, and this is going to be a good game because Phillip Rivers is going in with, like, his three and four receivers, his his uh, strong running team, which I didn't think they were going to have this year. They are. Um, Antonio Gates, as funny as it sounds, might be forced to start <laughs> because Murphy may or may not be able to play. Um, this is going to be a very good game. I really think so. In San Diego, uh, if Murray starts and plays, well – I think this is going to come down to like the fourth quarter. I think you're looking at a uh, very defensive game, to be quite honest. Uh, both backs should do well, though. Um, I'm not counting on the receivers in this game. So with that being said, I'm going to pick ooh, tough, tough decision here. Tennessee to upset San Diego at home. Go ahead, JT, since you got a lot to say. Oh, oh my God. People, I've been telling you about this guy. I, I, I was from the highest tower. I was telling you about this guy. People and people, when I did live drafts, looked at me like, "Come on, Melvin Gordon," and looked at this guy. I, he, 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 finally got it with some uh, uh, um, tutelage from Ladanian Tomlinson over the over this past season. And just looking at film and being a little bit more mature than he was last year, he had the talent. Now he knows how to use it. A lot of people, even though he was scoring touchdowns, wasn't didn't get a lot of yardage, were, were uh, poo pooing it, saying he was um, touchdown dependent. He got the most touchdowns of any running back in the league. Ten touchdowns, people. He got ten touchdowns, and he would should have had another one last week. When they were playing Denver, they were in. Be- now he scores touchdowns. He's got ten touchdowns. It's your lead back, Philip Rivers, and the San Diego Chargers playing a division rival in Denver with an, in a close game. Late in the game, they got down there mainly for the reason of Melvin Gordon running the hell out of the football against one of the best defenses in football between the five. And and, he, and and the goal line. Instead of giving a at least one or two chances to their running back, that who's been scoring touchdowns every week that he's he's played, he decides Philip Rivers to pass the football four times, and they wind up losing the game because they couldn't get into the end zone. Instead of giving, it boggles my mind how guys that get paid millions of dollars, whether it's the coach or the quarterback, and it's obvious to you and I who are fans of football or just fans of whatever team that you're watching, 
that they do dumb stuff to lose. They lost the game quite naturally. This guy, I told you people about this guy in preseason. It was poo-pooed. They thought he was going to be another typical Wisconsin running back. He's not. He's match hoop. He's match proof. I'm telling you, if you got him, you use him. I don't care what defense is obvious. He he scored some very nice points in fantasy against the bet one of the best defenses in fantasy. That's proven. Everyone that poo pooed me has shut their mouth or said thank you because they took my okay. advice. Can, can can you stop beating I like your back? San Diego. I mean, I like you know, San Diego. you're beating yourself up. That's not good. Your back is probably sore now. Let's move on. It's very, it's very sore. And I'll keep making a sore every time I talk about Melvin Gordon. Oh, geez. That's something you're going to talk about this year. You Absolutely. Nothing. Absolutely. Let's, and, and I got, let's some, I got some gems tomorrow. If you want to listen to them, I got some really good gems tomorrow that people haven't been talking about or, or lost track of. 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Master Plan. I got some real good gems. Well, uh, speaking of a really good gem, this game, I mm-hmm. believe, is going to be the best game of the weekend uh, where Denver goes to Oakland. Oakland has its best record in 14 years. Yep. 14 years. Their best record in 14 years. Um, hosting Denver. Now, uh, with C.J. Anderson down for the season. Uh, Devontae Booker steps in as the main guy. And uh, what else? Try, Simeon, I, I, I'm not a believer in Simeon. I really am not. Uh, because he's hurting a lot of my fantasy value. There was a rumor that Tony Roma was on a trading block to Denver. I believe that quickly went away. But it was a, a real rumor. I think that would have been a very smart move for um, Denver had they made it. Uh, but Oakland's going to try to make this a a wide-open passing attack. Going against that very good Denver secondary, it's going to be tough. That's why I think Latavius Murray playing in this game is going to have to set the tone. Bring eight men in the box so that Cooper and Crabtree can open it up for David Carr. Um, I don't think Denver has enough, and this is going to sound crazy, I don't think they have enough firepower to actually uh, compete with Oakland in this game because I don't, I don't think that Gary Kubiak is going to let his quarterback throw the ball. That's the weakness of Oakland. They're secondary. When you have Demarius Thomas and uh, Sanders – and neither one of them are, are, are averaging 100 yards a game, to me that's a problem. Devontae Booker is going to have a good game here. He really is. I think so. But this should be one of the more explosive games, but I think it's going to be one of the more uh, run-heavy games, but an exciting game nonetheless. Go ahead, JT. What are your thoughts? Um, you said you like Oakland in this game? Um, yeah, I do. I do. I didn't say it, but I do. Okay. Um, well, you should have said it. We're calling winners and losers here. Um, that's what I thought you said. Uh, this is, this is a real tough game to gauge, man. I know it's played in Oakland, um, but Oakland is, um, only uh, one and two at home, which is not a good thing. 
you think against this, they're, they're better on the road. I think they're what undefeated on the road or something like that. Uh, yeah. So, um, I would think that uh, the Broncos on a two-game winning streak, two and one on the road, uh, with a better defense, especially in the backside, which is uh, Oakland's strength. Wow, this is a tough game. This is this is. Uh, uh, I know Oakland's I think favored in this game. Believe it or not, and I agree with you that Denver's offense doesn't um, uh, is not even with the uh, Denver defense. Not even close. Trevor Simeon doesn't impress me, even though Oakland had it, it, defense isn't really cracked up to what they had um, tried to put together. Um, they're bottom tier on every level: quarterback, running back, wide receiver, and tight end. Uh, defending that. Um, Wow. Uh, I'd have to say, even though that Oakland is on the negative side, uh, being at home record-wise, I would like Oakland to win this in a squeaker. I like Oakland also. And take, uh-huh. take not commanding control, but take control of the uh, AFC West. Yep. And another team that I said should win that division. I said Oakland should do it, and I think they are. Let's move on. Last game of the weekend. Um, not as exciting as I thought uh, or the schedulers probably thought, but you have the return of Percy Harvin as well as Shady McCoy. I don't think a lot of uh, fantasy sites even have Percy Harvin listed, uh, but they will. Uh, he's activated. He's come out of retirement, and uh, he looks to start. That says a lot about Buffalo's situation. A guy that's been retired for six months, no training camp, nothing. Right. Right. And he's going to start. Uh, Shady McCoy is supposed to start as well. Seattle's at home uh, in a night game. Uh, I can't go against Seattle in in this one. I can't. Um, I really think that they're going to dominate this game and it's going to be over and done with. Uh, I'm just going to pick Seattle, especially since Buffalo is bringing a guy off the couch and starting him at wide receiver. Uh, that, that's not a good place to start coming off the couch, in my opinion, because your wind, I don't know what his wind is like, but oh my goodness. I know he wants to play against Seattle. It's his old team. I got it. But man, JT, go ahead. I have to agree with you, man. It it's boggles my mind how um, he he's just coming off in what with a week of practice. Um, yeah, he's going to start against Seattle in Seattle. Um, yep. I don't think he's going to see too many snaps. I think they're trying to get him in game shape. Quite naturally, they're going to get him up to speed. This is week nine. They're on a bye at week ten, so he has uh, the opportunity to um, get up to speed after uh, or during a bye. Uh, this is just to get him some game time experience. I don't think he's going to, like I said, get too many snaps. And uh, um, But I think pinch, you don't have any wide receivers that are of note sitting out there. Um, we'll just tune in next – tune in tomorrow. I'll give you some – I'll give you a little bit of gems. Um, but uh, this one, I would think that he would be a uh, – he would be a – 
stash. Stash. I don't think he's going to do too much this week. Like I said, they're going to buy next week. But uh, um, we'll see what happens after uh, week 10 going into week 11. But I like uh, Seattle on this. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that is going to wrap up week nine in the NFL for us. Uh, It was fun, JT, being back. I don't miss being up at three o'clock in the morning, but uh, it, it was fun being back. Your wife, huh? <laughs> your wife Shut allowed up. you to. <laughs> you know what? You ought to be punched in your giblets for that. Gotta take care of my Victor poo. <laughs> Shut up! Shut up! <laughs> at any rate, at any rate, uh, I want to thank everybody for listening to us. My Vicky Wiki. <laughs> you deserve to be punched again. Uh, oh, God. But as I was saying, as I was saying, uh, always a pleasure, my brother. And uh, I'm in the show here. Unless you got something to say other than tuning in tomorrow. What you tune got? in tomorrow, people. Tune say in tomorrow. Other than. I can't. I can't emphasize it enough it's week nine it's on the downside of the fantasy regular season there's still some people out there that you need to pick up there's still some gems out there that are going to do you good going down the stretch of the regular season and even perhaps going into the playoffs um studs duds uh sleepers and waiver wire pickups for the fantasy. 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. I'll be there on the master plan. All right. Well, with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, it's time to get up out of here. Have a good night, my brother. And uh, hopefully, I, well, I got a short week this week, but I got a, that issue that I told you about to begin tomorrow. So we'll see what, what happens. Proceedings. Oh God, really? Wow. Okay. Yeah. So, not tomorrow. I mean Monday. I'm sorry, on Monday. On Monday. So, okay. Well, yeah. I mean, it is what uh, I. Uh, wow. All I can tell you, you can't stop somebody from getting their freak on. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah. I know, bro. But 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 they they need to control that. They need to control it. Especially mm-hmm. when you when you have one strike against you already. Hey. So it is what it is. All right, it brother. Got to be a player. <laughs> Stop standing on the couch. <laughs> Get your feet off the couch. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are out of here. See you, JT. Take it easy. You want to talk back? You in the right place. So take a step back before I get all up in your face I know you got to live, you know I got mine But there's like 50 other dudes holding on the phone line Your voice will be heard, sir Next caller, please And if I don't concur, we can agree to disagree We talking fantasy, sports, and politics